Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hi, guys, and welcome back to Note to Self with Peyton Sarton. That is me. I'm Peyton Sarton. <sighs> I have a lot to update you guys on. First of all, it's 1 a.m. right now. I've been working like a psychopath all day, getting as much stuff done as I can because I'm leaving tomorrow to go to Los Angeles. I am so excited. Thank God I'm going to LA. I've been craving the warmth of the sun on my face. I've also been craving a zinc label. So I will be running directly to zinc upon landing in Los Angeles. If y'all don't know what zinc label is, come find me on Instagram. I'm sure it'll be on my story. First thing I tried to recreate a zinc label here the other day and it was not working for me. Dallas has been a little chilly. The weather's turning around. You'll know I'm a big weather person. I need the sun on my face. That's why I lived in LA for so long and paid those God awful rent prices and gas prices <laughs> because I needed the sun on my face every single day. So I'm pretty pumped about that. I will be in Los Angeles with Revolve, which I'm also really excited about. When I started this whole influencing blogging thing, you know, six years ago now, seven years ago now, I used to look at people who went on Revolve trips and I was just like, wow, could never be me because like, and like, a, you know, and like, a, I'm not cool enough for that way. And I'm just really proud to be invited on these things right now because it's just something that I so remember looking upon at one point in my life and just being like, holy shit, like I could never make it there no matter how hard I try. And then I tried really, really, really hard. And now I made it there. It was not effortless, <laughs> not effortless at all. <laughs> I wish I could be like, yeah, it was just really natural and effortless that I've made it here. No, it, it's not. And I'm actually really proud. And I like to take a moment to celebrate that for myself internally. I know I'm just like on the mic celebrating it out loud now, but you know what? We all can have a moment when we're feeling like a full circle, like, wow, holy shit, I did that moment. You know, we're going to celebrate that for ourselves. So you celebrate something for yourself today. Okay. And don't feel bad about it. So my life has changed in the last week. Well, really the trajectory of the next couple months has kind of changed. Here's what I mean by that. For those of you who are new here, I don't really know. I always go back and try to set the scene with this. Y'all might be annoyed of hearing me <laughs> reiterate this so many times. So I live with my boyfriend, Joe now, as of late, Joe plays major league baseball and We've been living here in Dallas for his off season. There's like my little catch up for y'all. So basically major league baseball was in a lockout recently 
And that means the team owners and the players association were going back and forth on various like contractual agreements between the two parties for major league baseball in general. And this started like four months ago. So Joe usually reports for spring training in like early to mid February. So he was already supposed to be at spring training long ago. And because of the lockout, nothing was happening. Spring training wasn't starting. Like the teams weren't really talking to their players. Like no trades were happening. Like nothing was happening. Everything was literally locked out. And we had no idea when this lockout was going to end. So we didn't know, you know, what the next month of our lives was going to look like. It could have gone on for months as far as we were concerned. We had no idea. So we were just kind of flying by the seat of our pants. (laughs) We're just looking at each other every day. Like, okay, like, you know, extend our lease. Do we put our stuff in storage and like go stay at your parents' house? Do we, I don't know, go live in DC early? And then, you know, whatever. We didn't know if spring training was going to happen or if it wasn't, you know, it was just a mess. So finally, Joe got the call on Friday, like last Friday, that the lockout was over and that he needed to be in Palm Beach, Florida on Sunday morning. That was like 48 hours notice. So Joe had to pack up everything he owns here in Dallas and essentially move to Florida for, I guess, two months while spring training has started. I'm actually not sure what the schedule is like with that. I just haven't gotten that far yet (laughs) because this all happened so fast. So Joe is now living in Florida for two months and I feel like we're just you know, back at long distance again, basically, which we did for a year and a half. We're pretty like, we're pretty good at it, but it was so nice to live with him for a few months. And now I'm sad. He's only been gone for a couple of days. And I'm definitely noticing, like, I am such a different person when I live alone. And I lived alone for like all of my adult life, basically, except for college. I lived with my friends, but like I have had roommates throughout my adult life, but like, I'm talking about like living alone, not with a boy. Cause most of my roommates were like, we're doing stuff with our life too. So like we lived together, but we all weren't like all in each other's business. Anyways, I'm such a different person when I live by myself versus when I live with Joe, because I get so much more done when I live alone. I feel like I can, I'm not like being rude by working all the time and like bringing down the vibe for someone else. So I just like go balls to the walls and I work all day, every day. Like literally it's one in the morning. I'm still working. <laughs> I just got done shooting a campaign because I wanted it to be dark when I was doing that. So I take advantage of every day when I live by myself to be productive. But when I'm with Joe, I don't want to do that because it's just like rains on his parade and I want to spend time with him. So I feel like my life is much more like slow and like relaxing when I'm with him. And then when he's gone, I'm like balls to the walls, like, (laughs) like a psycho. So I'm not really sure which version of me I like better. I'm more well acquainted with a version of me that lives by myself, but I'm liking this version of me that lives with a man because it is forcing me to relax a little bit more and like have a little bit more fun. You know, I think I could definitely use that (laughs) as we all could, but I'm going to go see him in a couple of weeks. I think in two weeks. Eh, Yeah, I think in two weeks. He's going to be working every day. Usually when spring training's happening, like they are at the field by like 6 a.m. And I'll usually drop him off because I take his car. And then he's done by like 4 p.m. usually, unless there's a game. So like 
he's gone all day. So I, I go out there and I get to see him for like the evenings. So, and rarely do they have a day off. They work every day of the weekend too. So I guess that's two days, but, but yeah, they work Saturday and Sunday too. <laughs> Baseball is a bitch y'all. It's, it's a lot going on. So we got to sign our lease in DC because we now like kind of know when the season's going to be starting. So we signed our lease in DC, literally the day Joe got that call, we signed the lease and a great apartment. I'm so excited to show y'all. It has my classic trademark floor to ceiling windows. I think we're overlooking the river this time in DC, which is super nice. I've never lived in DC with him. So that'll be like full time with him. I went and visited him a lot last season, but I haven't moved to DC with him yet. So that'll be really fun. And I'm, I'm actually so excited to be an East coast girl. I've never lived on the East coast. My family lived in Florida a little bit when I was young because I lived on like an air force base, kind of on the panhandle, but I've never been like an East coaster. I'm excited for my East coast era. Another update. I launched full disclosure. When was that? Last week? I didn't do a podcast episode last week or a YouTube video last week because of just the craziness of all of that. My apartment right now, like Joe moved out and moved all of his stuff out and I moved all my full disclosure stock like into the dining area. So that's what I'm looking at right now. I bet from like a third party perspective, if you saw me right now at 1am in a full face of makeup, cause I just shot a campaign with like just surrounded by clothes in boxes <laughs> doing this podcast like a manic queen <laughs> look like a crazy person if the aliens could see me now i'm sure they can anyways full disclosure launch went so well i have shipped out all the orders from the first week of you know the clothes being out Thank you guys so much. If you purchase something, thank you for your support. I am super proud of this product. I wear it constantly. Like I live in the perfect tee, the crop white t-shirt. And I know that you guys are going to love it. And I can't wait to see everyone's photos. So make sure you tag full disclosure and, or you can tag me as well. I'm just really proud. I'm proud of, you know, the product itself being fully recycled. The shorts are fully recycled. The shirt is sustainably made and produce cotton. That's what it's made from. But these shorts are made from hundred percent recycled cotton, meaning we are really lessening the fashion waste going on, which makes, you know, fashion a pretty polluting industry in the world. Also all of the things I use to package the full disclosure products, the garment bags, the poly mailers, the stickers, even like the logo stickers, they're all recycled, made from recycled materials and or compostable, depending on which product it is. I think the garment bags are compostable and the poly mailers are recycled or recycled materials. So anyways, I was very particular about every tiny detail with this brand. And it's taken a, a lot of learning and a lot of jumping through hoops to get to this point. So I'm excited to watch it grow. And I really appreciate you guys being along for this whole journey. If you guys have not seen this product or if this is the first you're hearing of it, you guys can go on Instagram. It's at wear full disclosure or online at the website is shop full disclosure. I'm so excited. I'm also going to be wearing it on the plane tomorrow. I honestly wear it. I feel like I wear it too much. I just love these products so much. 
So that's basically all the updates I have for you guys. I mean, there's some pretty big updates. I'm very excited to know what's coming in the next month because we truly were just like such a mess trying to figure out what the fuck we were going to do with our stuff and with our time and where we were going to live <laughs> in the next month. And we were just like, oh shit, I guess we're just going to deal with that when the time comes. But I'm, I'm really excited to actually know what's going on in my life for the next couple of months, at least. All right. So today's episode is on a topic that I get asked about a lot. And I feel like I can be somewhat concise with this one because it's super specific. So one thing I have been approached with a lot via Instagram DM, or whenever I ask you guys what you want a podcast episode on is people asking, how do you stay consistently motivated or inspired? I'm assuming it's usually kind of pointed at motivated or inspired when it comes to work and like working every day or working out, you know, things that are productive, I would say. That's what it always seems like motivation inspired. I feel like that's what everyone's talking about. So let's chat about it because I'm not necessarily like a pro at this. And sometimes I feel like I have just like major imposter syndrome getting on a mic and like trying to tell people how to live their lives because like I'm just a person. <laughs> And I'm just 28 years old and I still don't know what's going on ever. But I also, I feel like I know enough now to know that I definitely don't know what's going on a lot of the time, you know, and it, on some weird level, I feel like that makes me actually know what is going on. Is that, does anyone understand that? <laughs> so I'm going to answer this the best I can and I'll let you know what I do and like my thoughts on this as 28 year old Peyton right now, this could change. And my answers in previous years have been different, but let's get into it. So I think the first thing that I've learned about motivation that I think needs to be said is that you need to remember that motivation isn't going to be consistent. And that's kind of the beauty of it. So I think Motivation is easy. It's like a wonderful stroke of luck to feel particularly inspired. And those moments should be cherished and definitely taken advantage of. But more importantly, discipline, which is really going to get you where you want to go, like consistent daily grit is difficult. It's not glamorous or fun, or easy at all. I think a lot of like the back end of success requires like monotonous tasks and it doesn't feel like you think it should feel or it doesn't look like you think it should look as portrayed by like TV shows and movies. Like back end work of being successful, no matter what you're doing, isn't going to be glamorous. It's going to be like tedious and sometimes really boring and sometimes really monotonous. And I think realizing that and taking those moments of almost like boredom or just monotonous work as a sign that you're on the right path is a good thing. Because I feel like there's this whole thing in Hollywood I noticed when I lived in Los Angeles, whether it was talking about like movies or music or just any kind of creative endeavor, 
I remember hearing people in interviews all the time saying, take time away from all of the, you know, red carpet and, you know, glamorous nightlife, like things like that. Take time away from that to work in and work on your craft and hone in on your craft. And what that means for a lot of them is, you know, going into the studio and being really serious about getting things done or just taking time to do work that is not glamorous. And that can apply to literally any career. I feel like everything that I've done of value in my life when it comes to work or even like fitness or like anything like that, it wasn't glamorous looking. It actually wasn't very fun. I just had to like do a lot of work on the back end and sit in front of my computer or something for hours and like learn and unlearn things and like research stuff. Like so much of the beginning of my influencing quote career was just researching and learning things. And it wasn't really drawn by motivation. It was drawn by like the need to know certain things and I didn't know them. So I had to go search out answers and like look for those answers. So like, for example, when I first started blogging and like committed to that, I didn't know a lot about building website. I still don't know about it, but I learned the things that I had to know about creating a website and like maintaining one in order to just like get me where I needed to go. So I got on WordPress and I learned the best WordPress to be on because there's like wordpress.org or wordpress.com. And then I learned like what widgets work on there. And I learned how to like make your website faster. And then I learned how to put a theme on it and like change your logo. And then I learned like basic graphic design, all of these things. I just like learned by sitting in, my, in front of my computer for hours and hours and hours. And those things were so invaluable, like going to events and everything that was really helpful. Making connections really helpful, but that backend work that was not necessarily inspiring was just like pure grit and me needing to know information and me searching for it and like learning as much as I possibly could for literally 18 hours a day for like three or four years straight. So all of that to say, I feel like it's that like, it's just grit, grit over motivation, like any fucking day when it comes to being successful, I think in really anything. And knowing that kind of lets you give yourself a little bit of grace when you're not feeling motivated, realizing that that's not going to be like the driving force of your success necessarily. So in short, you're not always going to be motivated. And that's just the fact. So realize it's normal to not feel motivated because allowing yourself to feel unmotivated is fine. Give yourself some grace and you can't expect constant everyday motivation from yourself. That's you're just a person. You know what I mean? Don't give yourself a breather. <laughs> but here's the thing as a person who has dealt with lifelong depression and truly debilitating anxiety since the day I can remember having memories who also works for themselves, meaning I take full responsibility for my entire income. Like if I don't work and hustle, I just don't make any money. <laughs> I, there's no salary. There's no, it's just every single day getting up and working for money. And then, which makes me kind of feel like I can't ever take a day off. It's like a crazy vicious cycle. So because I do know what, like the feeling of being really depressed and not wanting to get out of bed. And I do really understand like just being super overwhelmed and anxious about literally just being alive. 
I understand that motivation is very helpful for me. And one, avoiding depressive episodes and kind of somewhat alleviating anxiety. And I know that going through moments and periods of just like being unmotivated, almost like in a rut, though it is okay, I don't want it to become something long lasting. So I have learned how to set myself up to continue through low points or being tired or feeling uninspired or feeling bored. So I'm going to share some of those tips with you guys, because like I said, I just want to drive the point home. It's okay to feel unmotivated. It is totally normal behavior. You can't be motivated all the time. That would be exhausting. Honestly, (laughs) maybe that's what makes us so exhausted. We're super motivated and it's just like so exhausting (laughs) to be motivated. So you're just not, we all need like a little bit of a refractory period. So give yourself some grace. Y'all know if you've listened to enough episodes of note to self, I'm a big fan of just acknowledging that it's okay. Whatever you're feeling is okay. If you're being unmotivated, if you're, if you're feeling like shit about yourself, whatever it is allowed to feel that way for a second, like give yourself a moment, not everything needs to be productive and amazing and you know, all this stuff. So give yourself some grace, which is a really important part of life too, is kind of allowing yourself to just relax for a second and give yourself some time off when you need it. I'm a big fan of those kinds of things, but I'm here to give you some tangible tips for motivation, just based off of what's helped me in the past. All right. Number one, some examples of this for me is one, my morning routine. So I'm not like a get up super early kind of person. I don't have like a super like specific healthy, lengthy morning routine. I just came up with something that works for me that I naturally want to do in the morning. So I wake up around eight, eight 30. I get up, I have my athletic greens or my water, depending on you know what I have at home. I sit in front of the computer. I start answering emails and getting tasks out of the way that I feel like I just like have to do like those little, you know, email replies or things that feel like they're just like weighing on my mind. I get a little bit of that done. Then I make my coffee and I do some more emails and stuff like that. Somewhere in there, I'll usually like do my skincare routine real quick. I have like a super quick morning routine or like morning skincare routine. So it doesn't take very long. Also like light a candle and put on like a podcast or some music. And that's literally my morning routine. Most days I I try to block off like two hours or so in the morning just to like get settled into the day and to start doing things that have been on my mind since the morning or the the evening prior. So that's my morning routine. That's something that really helps me again, set it up to where it's something that you actually naturally want to do because sometimes, you know, we look at some people's morning routine where they wake up early and they drink a green juice or they go work out and they journal and then they meditate and you know, whatever it is like, You don't have to do that if that's not natural for you. If it is natural for you, then do it. But this is to each his own kind of thing or to each her own, I guess, if you're listening to Notes of Self. I don't really have that many male listeners. I think I have like 5% male listeners and 95% female listeners. So if you're in the 5% male listening demographic, to each his own. Otherwise, to each her own. So, So that's an example of my morning routine or a routine I have in place to help me like get my life together in the morning, even if I'm not feeling great. Another thing I do is I work with my video editor for YouTube on like a weekly schedule. So like I always have my video content enter by Sunday evening. 
And then she edits it by like Tuesday. We do one round of edits and it's usually done by Wednesday or Thursday. And then I turn that into the brand. If there's like a brand partnership I'm doing that week. And then I post that video on Sunday. And then we do the same thing every single week. And that like loop and knowing like when things are due and that someone else is like relying on me to get content. And then obviously I also pay her. So I want to get her the content and like, you know, get what I'm paying for in terms of service. So that is really helpful to work with someone else and to kind of create a schedule like that. I also do the same thing with my manager. We have like monthly updates and like, I just kind of stay on a schedule with her. Plus I'm in contact with her all day, every single day. And then, and she kind of really like lights a fire under my ass if I need to do something. And then I also like kind of set up meetings with myself. I'll go through periods where I do this more often or, you know, less often, just depending on what I need, but setting up a meeting with yourself, like, let's say, whether it's once a morning, check in with yourself, think like, how am I feeling today? What's my goal for today? I kind of do a little bit of this in the morning when I sit down, like, and do my emails and stuff like that, my initial day stuff, like I'll kind of lay out my day and figure out what, like, I need to be doing that day. So whether it's a daily meeting or a weekly meeting, like, some kind of consistent schedule is very helpful. And then, you know, obviously, like I said, like a system, like I work with my editor, Jordan, things that make you kind of stay on task or in a timeline, it just makes my life a little bit easier. And even if I'm not feeling great or not feeling motivated, like I know I have to get that stuff done. So I just pull it together and get it done. Moving on to point two, I think that comfort is kind of like the antithesis of being creative. So if I want to spark some kind of creativity or inspiration, I do something to get myself out of my comfort zone. And living in Los Angeles was a a perfect example of this. I was always out of my comfort zone and I was always around people who were better than me at what I was doing. And I was always around just like cool people in general, just like kind of the movers and the shakers. And I was always outside and like in the sun and there's so many events and like trips and like all this other stuff that goes along with the influencer culture in Los Angeles. So it was super easy to get out of my comfort zone because I just kind of always was. But here in Dallas, it's a little bit different. Things are a little bit more slow, but I have been able to still do it. Like this last weekend, I went on like a little staycation with Lexus and I didn't know a single person on this trip. And I kind of just walked into it blindly and just was like, right? You know, whatever. I'll just for the next three days and be hanging out with these people. I have no idea who they are. I've never met them in my life. And that was a little bit out of my comfort zone. Like I do things like that, but it still is a little bit uncomfortable. Like even if I feel really confident in myself and I'm not necessarily like, I don't know, scared of other people or meeting new people necessarily, like in a work setting, especially because we always have something to talk about, but it is a little bit uncomfortable to just like walk into a room of like, 10 people and be like, hi, I'm here with y'all staying here too. I think that revolve trips are, they get me out of my comfort zone because one, I pick up, you know, and go to Los Angeles. It's, this is the second one I've been on in the last couple months. And I don't necessarily know who's going on those either. Like I know one friend of mine that's going, but I kind of walk into that blindly and I just meet people as I go. And I don't know, I feel like it could be easy to be intimidated by stuff like that. And sometimes I am like, I think not a whole lot, but like, I think I am a little bit. And I think that that gets me out of my comfort zone. 
also doing, you know, experimenting with new content styles. I've been doing this on TikTok lately and just kind of saying fuck it and like just trying new things. That's a small way that I kind of get out of my comfort zone. Going on a date with myself always kind of gets me a little bit out of my comfort zone as much as I love them. I think for everyone, they can kind of be a little bit like uncomfy sometimes, especially here in Dallas. It's definitely not part of like the culture. I don't really see a lot of people out on solo dates as much as I would in like New York or Los Angeles or like in Europe or something. I feel like people do that there. So even doing that is a small way for me to, you know, wake up a little bit, get out of my comfort zone or like a self trip. I did that when I was still living in LA at the end of last year, I went to Santa Barbara, like or by myself for like two days. And it was so, so nice. And it felt like just a little bit different. I felt like it like woke me up a little bit and made me a little more motivated and clear headed and inspired. The third thing I do is just recognize the things that bring me inspiration. So for me, reading is a big source of inspiration, whether it's poetry or books. I really crowdsource like book recommendations from people who follow me or from my friends who I know love reading. Pinterest is also a great source of inspiration for me and has been since I was like literally in high school. So whether I'm going on there and looking for like home inspiration or travel inspiration, style inspiration, or creating like a vision board of sorts, like if you're in a rut, vision boarding is really a great tool. So you can do that like with a physical vision board. You could do like a digital one, or you could just make a Pinterest board, like a secret Pinterest board of name it your vision board for the month or something. It can be really specific. Lastly, I actually follow some really inspiring and intelligent people on TikTok. And it's, I mean, people from all different kind of genres of content, if you will, whether it's like more aesthetic driven content or like content about space or like feminist thought leaders. I follow a lot of really cool people on there. And I find that when I, you know, follow people with intention, I actually get very inspired when I go on TikTok rather than it like melting my brain. Sometimes it's like too much information though. And I have to like get off because I like it can get heavy on my for you page. And um, there's always humor obviously sprinkled in there too, but I do find TikTok to be a pretty in- inspiring place, but I've, I've built like the people I follow in my little TikTok network with that in mind. Another way that I like to pull myself out of a rut is to do like a home and closet clean out or purge. So whether that's selling stuff on Poshmark, which is always kind of rewarding to just get rid of stuff and make a little money on it or giving it away to like a women's shelter or something. I usually will do like a mix of the two getting rid of, you know, things that need to be thrown away, getting rid of like old beauty products, you know, cleaning out the pantry that always feels really good. And it feels like you're starting over fresh. And then when it comes to like either, sometimes I don't replace those items because sometimes it's just like extra stuff that I don't need. But like, if I get rid of a lot of clothes, I feel better about buying new clothes that I really, really like. And there's something about that, like overhaul that makes me feel one, like lighter, but also just like refreshed. Like, I just feel like when I have a little closet refresh or a little home refresh, or like you redecorate a little bit or something that always kind of just like puts a little pep in my step. Another thing I like to do is change small things about my routine. So like every morning I have my coffee. So maybe I change just the coffee pod or 
I change like what kind of coffee I have or the way that I make it. Or maybe I go out and get a coffee. I live downtown in Dallas, so we can I can walk to a couple different coffee shops. Something super small like that truly changes just like my entire morning experience. So I'll do that sometimes or I'll find like a new place to work find like a cool cafe or something that I've never been to or as part of town that I've never been to. And I'll find like a way to incorporate that into my daily routine. And it's a small change. It's not like taking myself on a trip or something, but I usually find that things like this just kind of get my brain working in a different way. And it gets me a little more excited to do something new that day, even if it's just something small. Another thing I do is I love to romanticize my life. So that make, that means like just doing the little things in life that make me feel like I'm living a life of luxury in my own little way. So whether that's like, you know, having a beautiful cup of tea with like lemon and honey, like a very Euro style where you like cut up the lemons and put it on the little tea saucer. I actually need to buy myself teacups with the little saucers. I feel like that would be so chic and fun to have in times when I feel like I need to romanticize my life. I love doing stuff like that. I have recently this company... I think they're called moon cards. They sent me this like little deck of moon cards and like I can just draw one every day and they have like intentions on them or affirmations on them. And there's like a little booklet that will tell you how to use the deck and you can use it any way you want. I don't know. It's just something kind of nice and lovely to do before I fall asleep or when I wake up in the morning. It feels like, I don't know, just romantic. I also love to go read a book at a cafe. Right. Nothing makes me feel like I'm in a rom-com more than reading a book by myself at a cafe, especially if it's like a pretty one or if you're like in the downtown setting somewhere or like a countryside setting somewhere would be even cute. (laughs) I picture myself like reading a book in a Parisian coffee shop. I feel like that would be the ultimate, but doing things, you know, that are realistic for my life right now like that, like reading a book somewhere downtown or something or in a coffee shop in uptown or whatever it is, or at a bar even another way to romanticize your life. It can be as simple also as like getting dressed in a cute outfit that day and like getting a little bit more ready than normal that day. I don't know anything to make you feel special. I think is something that you should do for yourself, especially if you're feeling like you're in a rut. And I think for me at the end of the day, The fact that when I really sit with myself and think, wow, I could literally truly do anything right now. I could take all my clothes off and get in the elevator of my building, go all the way downstairs and streak around downtown Dallas if I wanted to. Am I going to do it? No, but like I could do that. I might be stopped by cops or it could be very, very dangerous for me in general, but I'm just saying I could do that. And there's something about that that just really motivates me. And so sometimes when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, okay, what do I want to do with today? There are things that I have to do, obviously. But again, we've already discussed, I could do whatever I wanted to do. Like I could wake up tomorrow and be like, you know what? I'm never doing anything influencing related ever again. And I'm just going to do something else. And there's something about that that makes me motivated just to be alive. I think at the very end of the day, also I'm realizing how lucky I am and I'm capable of doing hard things. And it makes me feel really free which also motivates me. And I'm also, I'm sharing this with you guys because I want you to probably think about it for yourself too and think like, you could kind of do whatever you want us to do. And the fact that we're all making up our life every day, just like making it up, (laughs) it's just like 
we just wake up and we just kind of make up things as we go. There's something about that that is so freeing and makes me feel like I can just go do what I want and get what I want. And you can do it too. And we all can within reason, obviously. And there's some major power in realizing that you have control over your life and no one makes these decisions to get up and do these things like you do for your life. You can do whatever you want. So please just go do something. Lay in bed for a little while, wallow for a little while, obviously give yourself grace, but then get up and do something like we're all going to be dead at some point. The world's looking a little crazy right now. So maybe let's take advantage of the time that we have and go just do whatever weird things you want to do with your life. Maybe you're not motivated because you're expecting all these things out of yourself that you just genuinely don't want to do. Like go find the things that you want to do. That's also a good point for motivation. Like find things you actually enjoy doing. So then you'll want to do them. Anyways, I am just deliriously rambling at this point, but I really hope that any of this made sense. And I really tried to be specific about these points when it comes to motivation. And I hope that anyone can get anything from this because now like I'm kind of hype and I want to (laughs) go lay in bed and look at Pinterest and make a vision board for the next two months of my life. But I'm hoping it helps you guys. This is a little bit of a shorter episode than normal, but I wanted to touch on that specific topic. As always, if there's anything you want to talk about, you can go to the Instagram, put it in the comments of my latest Instagram post at NTS by PS, or you can just DM the NTS by PS Instagram and like, let me know. I'll go and check those DMs pretty frequently and just like write down anyone's ideas. But now it is 1.37 in the morning and I'm acting like it again in a delirious <laughs> mindset and I definitely need to go to sleep. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Note to Self. Thank you so much for rating, reviewing on Spotify, on Apple podcast. It makes me so happy every single time and I can't believe people are listening to this and taking my advice to heart and like thinking that it's valuable. There is truly nothing better than that. This is my favorite platform. I've said this so many times. I love podcasting. It is so fun. It's so real. It's so raw and I'm having a great time doing it and I can do it because of you guys. So I really appreciate y'all make sure to come follow note to self on Instagram, on TikTok. I'll put everything down in the show notes. I also have my personal Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, everything in the show notes as well. I'm also link full disclosure stuff there. I also have links to my revolve, like favorites and revolve list, just everything that I wear all the time. And then my Amazon shop as well. So there's lots going on in the show notes. Make sure you guys look at that again. Thank y'all so much for listening. And I will talk to you guys next week.